Hello, welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm Casey Rossi, your transformative business coach. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. My next guest is Jennifer Jeffries. She describes herself as a psychedelic hippie committed to leaving the world a better place. She is a philanthropist who loves breaking new ground and living in the unknown zone of life. After burning out in her 20s, Jen reinvented herself as a naturopath and aromatherapist, specializing in getting people out of survival mode and preventing burnout in the workplace. She has published 14 books, including the number one book on intuitive aromatherapy in the world. Jen is comfortable whether she's walking the 800-kilometer Camino Way across Spain or speaking on the world stage. She is the present-day wise woman and says her greatest achievement is finding the Q Foundation, which brings hope, health, and happiness to children in poverty. I'm so excited to welcome Jennifer Jeffries. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Jennifer. I'm so excited to have you here with me, and um, I've really been looking forward to our time connecting. Thanks for having me. It's really cool to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So um, there is so many directions that we can go with this time together, but I would love it if you could just maybe encapsulate how you got into um, naturopathy and aromatherapy, maybe just like a little background about what drew you to your path. Uh, pretty simple. I was actually working in the pharmacy industry in my 20s, which was in the 1980s, and I burned out. Worked and played far too hard back in the 80s and burned out. And it was a natural therapist or a naturopath who was able to help me. And I'd gone from, you know, so ill to so well in three weeks. I had to know how they did it. And I went back to school and studied to be a naturopath. I put my specialty into aromatherapy because I love aromas and I love the fact that they work on the physical and the emotional being. So it was kind of, you know, as a naturopath in Australia anyway, we, we train in all the modalities and then we specialize in something and I specialized in aromatherapy. That's awesome. I'm a fellow aromatherapist. We have a lot in common. I feel like we're kind of cut from the same cloth. Um, so yeah, it's definitely something that, that lights me up on a daily as well. Um, the other thing we have in common is adrenal burnout. And, uh, I think that that's really common and I would love it if you could kind of share a little bit. I know that that's kind of baked into what you offer as well. So like when you see entrepreneurs coming to you, um, how do you help them turn that around? Cause a lot of times it can be very deep seated patterns. Yeah, it can. And, you know, if you look at your successful entrepreneurs, they are those go fast kind of people. But that was it. When I burned out, I burned out my adrenal glands uh, in my 20s. And for the last 30 years, um, you know, I've been boringly strong and fit and healthy because I've learned how to manage that. So I am just naturally that all in kind of chick, uh, at like so many successful entrepreneurs. But there is a, there's a point of balance. And that's what I like to speak on. I speak on around the world on preventing burnout in the workplace. So there are some simple steps that you can do to just, you know, manage things different. So even this morning at 6 a.m. here in Australia, the sun was up at five because we're moving to summer. And you know what? I hop up and I have, you know, 10 minutes, just simple 
peaceful, quiet time, not necessarily to meditate, but to just be with sunrise. Mm-hmm. And that's a little thing I do every day that allows me to just start the day peacefully before you get into all the stuff that has to happen. So it's about learning some simple basics that you can integrate into your life so you can live from a place of prevention. You know, don't wait to do crappy and tired. Don't wait to do, you know, dragging your bum, as we say, at, at two o'clock in the afternoon at that work looking for a nun that. There's, there's so many simple things you can do to manage um, your being so that you can live from a place of prevention. So for our listeners that feel like, well, that sounds great, that works for you, but how can I incorporate that in my life? What would be like one simple step on top of the rising with the sun and enjoying that inspiration? What would be a simple tip for like a newbie that just hasn't really experienced this kind of balance before? Okay. So I'd say first, you know, where is their major out of balance? If their major out of balance is that they wake up and the first thing they do is grab their phone and start looking at emails or Facebook or something. Well, the first thing I'd do, I'd say, like, I go to sleep and this phone is turned off. Well, two things. One, my phone never rings. It's on um, silent all day. All day. I don't wow. I get no notifications. Yeah. I tell you, as a business management tool, do that. If I have an appointment, I set an alarm for my appointments every day. Like, an alarm went off 10 minutes ago to tell me that I had this coming up. Okay. So um, it never rings. So I'm way more productive. I'm not in alarm mode. Oh, the phone rang, any of those kind of things. If it's someone who I'm not expecting to ring, they will leave a message. Really simple. When I go to bed at night, my phone is not in my bedroom. That's it. It's out of there. It's actually in my ensuite where it's charging. That's all good. If you want an alarm, you say, oh, but I need my phone for my alarm clock. Guess what? Buy an old-fashioned alarm clock. Yes. Simple. So not being at demand of this thing, I travel all over the world and I need my phone. I live my whole world and run my business from my mobile phone. However, I make it work for me instead of against me. And that's a big difference. That is a huge tip. That's amazing. I actually don't know of anyone that puts it on silent during the day. So that's a huge tip because you are ultra productive. I, I have followed you on Facebook and I see that you're always traveling and going here and there. And so I think that that's really valuable for people to just say, like, um, eliminate those beeps and buzzes, which puts us in flight or fight mode. And I think that that would just, that one key tip, that's a huge takeaway. Yeah, because, you know, as you're, you're busy doing something, your phone rings, automatically your cortisol spikes, your stress hormones spike. You end the day, your, your cortisol's higher than it's meant to be. And that's it. You're going to do crappy sleep between 2 and 4 a.m., just having your phone on silent can mean that you sleep through the night like I do. Yeah, it's easy. And there's nothing to do with your phone ringing at night. It's your cortisol is, in, is more in balance. Man, I love it. Really yeah, that's amazing. So um, being that you're an entrepreneur that works out of your home office, how do you kind of schedule your fun time? Because I know you're big into adventure. You're a surf girl. And I'm wondering, like, do you kind of put in blocks that you're going to be doing your work and then blocks that you have fun? Or are you at a point where it's just like, hey, I'm just going to do whatever I can and just live in the moment and, you know, kind of take advantage of those joyful times if they're outside of work whenever you can? A bit of both. I'm a big scheduler because I know if people don't schedule stuff, including myself, it's really easy to go, I'll get to that, I'll get to that and don't do it. That's it. Um, I, I run businesses all around the world. So when I wake up in the morning at 5am, 
Um, America, uh, UK is going to sleep. You, the yeah, UK is going to sleep. The UK, it's in your afternoons. When, and in my afternoons, late afternoons, the UK is waking up. You guys are going to sleep. It's, I, I live across time zones. And yes. so I manage my life and my business to time zones. So again, I will set uh, early morning uh, webinars and things like that into the UK and meetings uh, and then go surfing. So different days of the week, I, I manage my time differently. But I, I work on time zones around the world. So if I can do it on my crazy life, you get too. But I suggest that you schedule it. Um, but I, I also schedule my self-care in and that stuff doesn't get moved for anything. So That's I'm awesome. Prevention that or everything goes in the diary. Yeah, that's amazing because, you know, they say like ink it and it's real. And I think that uh, how many years have you been doing that, like scheduling in your self-care? Oh, well, 30 years. Wow. <laughs> Since so it's like that. an ingrained habit. It is. It really is. But it became an ingrained habit. I was not the tree-hugging hippie. I worked in the, in the pharmacy industry, but I burned out. And I really got the value of what a natural therapist could do for me. So I have weekly acupuncture. I have weekly massage, not negotiable. They're in my diary, subject closed. That's it. And that's anywhere I travel in the world. I'm off to China next week. Um, I absolutely will go and have a Chinese, you know, treatment while I'm over in China. Um, it, it comes first, that, but also my surfing is part of my self-care too. I'm absolutely. Gym chick. I'm a get out and some nature kind of exercise. And that just feeds my soul. Yeah, you can totally tell. Like, I love to catch your lives because they're so full of energy and just joy for life. And it's infectious, you know. And I think the other thing that I, I just love that you bring so much education and value to your audience, you know, whether you're talking about DVTs and flying, you know, and taking garlic before or, you know, this past month I had a little lung thing and I was just like, oh, Jen, Jen says lemon and garlic tea. You know, and that was just from catching alive like a year ago, but it seeded that, you know, that idea. And it was really just a resource that I knew that I could rely on. So I love that you bring that value just so consistently to your tribe. Thank you. I, you know, I, there's so much stuff in our heads as practitioners. It's crazy. And I, I just seem to have a knack for making it really practical. So even yesterday, it's coming. We had a really hot day yesterday. In your temperatures, it's around 100. Ooh. And yeah, we're moving into summer. So our our weather here is like Florida's weather or Texas kind of weather, where I live. Um, but you know, I made a I made a hot. Uh, what would we? What would you call? I don't know what you call it. Anyway, a stew. <laughs> uh, a vegetable. I'm vegetarian, and I made this. You know, kind of really super hot curry dish. And I and I was simple. I was making the dish anyway, and I thought, wow, I can actually do a live about how in Asia, again, they, they live for purpose, they eat for purpose, and they'll still eat hot foods in summer because it helps you break the sweat and cool your body. So I, I can create a learning lesson pretty much out of just my everyday life because I just do stuff that helps me live from a place of prevention. And technology allows us nowadays uh, a platform to be able to share that stuff that we, we know. So, yeah, it's, um, I know it, it's crazy that we can mm -hmm. share like garlic to help you heal your chest quicker than you know just antibiotics doesn't mean you go without you know one or the other but imagine you can just complement what you're doing yeah it's amazing it's so powerful and I love you know like you're a huge content creator I think I read that you have 13 or 14 um, books that you've titled is that yeah that's amazing so 
obviously it's a superpower for you to create content, but I love the fact that you do them in these bite-sized versions of almost like a documentation of your life. And it's also so validating. It's like, oh, well, I can incorporate that. You know, like it's, it's not such a huge life departure to like, you know, incorporate it. You can really just um, do little bits and pieces and start seeing it for yourself. So I think that's really cool that you kind of unpeel the veil and let us behind the scenes. You let us into your kitchen. We get to watch you make smoothies with like handfuls of chilies, which I'm such a wimp when it comes to heat. So I'm like, yeah, I think I'll put like maybe a quarter of an inch of something in or a pinch of cayenne. And you're like loading the sucker in there, you know? Yeah, big time. It's, um, yeah, it's crazy. I, I just, I'm in love with life. I really am in love with life. And there's so much that we learn as practitioners. I left clinic uh, and took my work on the road as a speaker because I wanted to help the masses. And, you know, exactly me showing you to, to you know, have your chilies or have your garlic or, or whatever it is. It can be a game changer to your basic health. And it's just practical. People don't have to come and see us as practitioners nowadays. You're a huge content creator as well. And even, you know, with this webinar that you're producing, um, we can, our reach is so huge nowadays. We can, and I, I health coach, <clears throat> excuse me, health coach people all around the world, but the world's changed. We don't, they don't have to come to us with the mystique of clinic and we, we hand blend everything. We can, we can help on such practical basis, which is why my business evolved. And I, I took it on the road. I wanted to help more people. I never knew the internet was going to get invented by then. Yeah, I love it. I love that it's demystifying something that years ago seemed very elusive. It's really getting more mainstream and people are starting to say, yeah, you know, like Frankincense helped my aunt's knee or like whatever it happens to be. I just think like it's cracking open more and more, which is really, really, really cool. Um, I'm wondering too, like with your traveling because you said you're off to your age off to asia next week right you're doing uh china and korea is it korea yeah i am uh, very very cool so in all the different arenas that you've played in as a solopreneur is public speaking kind of like one of your favorite venues right now i've been working as a professional speaker for uh 20 years i've been on the road as speaker and i i travel six to nine months a year by choice i love traveling so i worked out how to take my craft to match my, my favorite thing to do, which is travel. So uh, whether I'm speaking to one person or speaking to hundreds or, or a thousand, um, it is my favorite thing to do. And to see, you know, the tiny light bulbs that go in in people. And if they just leave with one thing that they do different, uh, my job's complete. So yeah. it's the masses. <clears throat> so yeah, speaking is just a platform. We've got a bigger reach nowadays with social media. Absolutely. Absolutely belly to belly in the audience with people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know one of the things that struck me the most when I met you last summer at the Alliance of International Aromatherapists and you were the keynote speaker, one of the things in your talk that really struck me is that you're an introvert. Could you talk a little bit about that? I am. I don't like people. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not that I don't like people. <laughs> I am. I'm, people don't believe me, but I tell you what, you look at most bigger extroverts they're actually introverts playing the extrovert. So I remember um, I was the shy kid, just always been the shy kid. And I remember in clinic one day, you know, in, in clinic as a practitioner, the patients come to us 
one-on-one, quiet, nice little, do the work, they leave. Easy, safe, comfort zone, fantastic. But I was so frustrated, I wanted to help more people. And I just remember thinking, I, I can't just keep sitting inside these four walls for the next you know, 30, 40 years, I just can't. So I remember being so scared, but also so excited. And I used all my craft to help give me the confidence. So mm. I'm not that naturally outwardly person. I, I live on cinnamon. Um, I still eat a teaspoon of cinnamon every day. Cinnamon energetically is about bringing out your extrovert. Wow. So I use an essential oil and a food that helps me, excuse me one moment, um, helps me bring out my extrovert. Um, I remember when I first started speaking, bloody terrified, like really terrified. And what I did was I, I even used color therapy. So the jackets I would wear would be blue for that throat chakra to help me, you know, be able to share, you know. Um, Love it. I, everything I do to give me the confidence and the comfort to do it. So nowadays, if you can imagine, I'm just comfortably uncomfortable. Hmm. That's it. I'm still the introvert, but I'm comfortably uncomfortable to get up in front of thousands of people. Wow. That is just very inspiring. I love that you take cinnamon. How do you do the teaspoon? Is it just like on foods or in caps or? Uh, I'm, I make a nutrition smoothie every morning. And so I throw it in that. That's amazing. I love that. And then I saw one of your custom blends. I think it was called get on with it. And I love, first of all, I love the name. And then the blend sounds amazing, which was like Indian lime, pure vanilla and ginger. And it just seems like when you mentioned cinnamon, that blend came to my mind. And I was like, man, you could be a rock star with just those two things. Yeah, pretty simple. Uh, And that's why I love aromatherapy. It's the easiest modality to be able to integrate into people's lives. It just complements anything we do. So that's always been my favorite modality for those kind of reasons. That's amazing. And so other than the physical and using essential oils as well, so you have your spices that can kind of give you a little get up and go, and then you have the the psycho-emotional effects of the essential oils. Is there something else like a mindset technique that you use or for any of our introverted listeners? Because I see that a lot and I hear that a lot from my clients is like, I wish I could do a live but there's no way that I could, or I wish I could do a face-to-face interview or do public speaking. And they have beautiful messages, but they're kind of paralyzed with fear or self-doubt. Is there a mindset technique or tip that you could also add to the other gems of wisdom you shared? Um, I don't know if it's a mindset technique, but I, what I know for sure is that it doesn't matter what I do on this planet, 50% of people will love what I do and 50% of people won't love what I do. And I've got a choice. I can play in my comfort zone and not share my knowledge with that 50% of people who will get value out of it because I'm worried about what that 50% of people will think, no matter what I do. doesn't matter what I say or do. They're not going to like what I share. Mm. Guess what? Why would I hold back helping 50% of, the popula- of my population for the sake of this 50%? So I just reframed it. Mm. And I... I I have such deep trust that whatever I share, they're going to get, um, they're going to get it. And the 50% who don't won't. And so I just made peace with that. When I was, I remember when I was 40, somewhere that year, I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like, I got a download that whatever happens is the right happening. And I've lived that ever since. Mm. Sense of knowing that 
I really do trust that I speak from my heart. I don't speak from my head. I don't tell people what I think they want to hear. I share for, I really trust what comes through. Um, and that helps me stay present and stay in the moment. That's and, huge. And, and I, I just, I speak to people who, who need, want to hear my message and the rest I bless and release and love them where they're at. Mm. It doesn't mean they're not meant to hear part of my message eventually, but right now for this presentation, not everyone's going to listen to it. Absolutely. It's okay. I don't take it personally. I just go, okay, cool. But why would I hold what I can share back to giving to someone who can value that message? I think that that's so helpful. That turnaround where you can just put the focus off of you and your nerves or maybe some of that not good enoughness that kind of peeps through and focus on the benefits of the people on the other end, really thirsty and ready to receive what you're saying. So I really, really love that. And then the other thing that I was really interested in is for someone that is cerebral, um, that has a hard time getting out of their head or that they want to kind of make it perfect before they display it. You know, they have that like, um, what they say, the disease to please kind of a thing. Um, what would you recommend since you are such a, like a, a joy filled, like heart busted open kind of a leader, what kind of advice could you share with the listeners of how to get out of their head and more into their heart? They may have a good heart, but how can they tap into it to kind of have that message translate a little bit more authentically? Well, um, People have to feel you to follow you. You will not create a following in any kind of business if you can't, if they can't feel you. They just won't. We are emotional beings, so we have to do it. Um, I, I burned out. And when I burned out, I was a perfectionist. I loved, I lived my, and I teach, to live by the Google model. Google, once they have anything 80% right, they put it to market. They never try to get anything perfect. But mm. do you know what? They put it out there knowing people are going to go, wow, hey, that button doesn't work. And they go, wow, thank you for showing me that. Yeah. Beat everyone to market. So they've found their model, their, their kind of corridor where to work within. And I, I live that way. I failed English at high school. I left school at 15. Wow. But high school English, I still can't spell. I'm dyslexic. Hmm. I, 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 you know, it cracks me up where people will spell check my texts to them. <laughs> Good on you. In the time that you <laughs> check that text, I've gone and, and created another stream business or helped another person. Yeah. So yes. Like the 80% right. It removes all that stress. Wow. And, I, and to, you know, to teach yourself, to teach myself originally, because I was just the head thinking stress head. And that's what nearly put me in a grave way too easily, way too young. You know, put your hand on your heart before you speak. Take a deep breath and just feel it. And get, you know, people speak from their heads. They say what they think the person needs to hear. Stop it. Trust yourself. You're an intuitive being. Put your hand on your heart. Share what you feel. Mm. Share what you feel. So masculine thinking is, um, is that doing action kind of thinking. It's all head stuff. Feminine energy is all hard and it's nothing to be to do with being male and female, but they feel the feminine energy. They feel the feminine content. They don't feel the logical stuff. Yeah. And these world, people are craving connection, but you can't get what you don't give. You have to give that vibe first to be able to receive it back from people. You will not get followers, even in this 
this social media world if you don't share part of you. Put your hand on your heart, feel into it before you speak. If, it has, if that has to be part of the action, and you'll see sometimes when I'm working, literally my hand will go to my heart. Mm. I'll be really wanting to feel in about something. And that's something that we can all do. It is such a, a deep connection to our own self. And I can see where it would just calm our nervous system and allow us to just take a breath and tap in. So that is beautiful. I absolutely love that. I think that that, yeah, that's going to be so valuable for people. Thank you. Because I think sometimes when things are simple, not that they're easy, but we think that it has to be so much more complicated, you know, like we need to take a public speaking course or we need to learn more about something. And I think when we're trying to break free from that mental confine, the last thing we need to do is learn another thing. Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to speaking, if you speak from your heart, you speak the truth. And people can feel that. There's a vibration to truth, you know, like that the truth is universal and there is a, a tangible vibration when you're receiving truth. And when you're even speaking truth, sometimes it's kind of like, I don't know where that came from, but it feels really good coming through me, you know? And you, it's and you very cool. Audience, even just someone when you're talking to them, when you have that connection, it's like, Whoa! Like yeah. that's, that's the stuff that juices us up. That's the stuff that gets your, your adrenal glands to just go. Oh. Mm. Yeah. There's a real charge. It's getting, it's literally like getting plugged in. And I was talking to a friend of mine in LA not too long ago. And we were talking about like the various meditation paths and different things to get calm and things of that nature. And he said out in California, it's like really popular to have this thing called spiritual sidestepping. And I had never heard of that before. But, um, you know, we can wear the kind of cool sweatshirts that say like spiritual warrior, but if you're not actually putting in the work, right, um, it's kind of spiritual sidestepping. And I think you feel that going back to the truth and the authenticity, when people are walking their talk, there's a tremendous difference. You feel that energy coming through versus someone just spewing off what a morning routine looks like, yet they're pressing snooze three times, you know? Totally. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah, it's so interesting. So I would love it. Um, I feel like you maybe coined the term bum glue. And I would love it if you could share a little bit about that, because I think that's another really powerful message. You know, like we are what we eat. And if we're trying to be like optimizing our life as an entrepreneur um, and creating things that are really valuable and high vibe, I think that this is really important. If you could maybe speak a little bit about no bum glue. No bum glue. It is one of my things. Um, so bottom line, uh, as a naturopath, we don't just care about what you eat. We care about how our body is able to utilize things. That's important. So when I was at school, you know, I'm in my fifties, we used to make glue out of flour and water. And I, I will always remember how the smell it, it was like when it sat in the jar for a few days. I'll always remember how it stuck like a, like cement for this paper mache balloon thing we all made at school. And, you know, when I went off to, to study to be a naturopath and started to understand the different body systems, I went, I started the question, it's like, far out. If that's like glue outside our bodies, what is flour and water doing inside our bodies? Flour and water is bread, white bread, white rice, white pasta. They literally stick like glue to the walls of our bowel. Now we officially, we call it, Bum, I'm sorry, bum, no, I call it bum. Um, we call it bowel plaque. However, I call it bum glue. So when you're having, 
couple of things. White bread, white rice, white pasta are rich in phytates. Phytates latch onto water-soluble minerals and you pee them out. So someone can be having a healthy sandwich or meal or pasta or something, and they're going to pee out all the water-soluble nutrients like your calciums and magnesiums, your vitamin Cs, all those kind of things. Um, and chromium. And chromium is a mineral that balances your blood sugar levels. So you can be peeing out all those nutrients. The other thing is that that bum glue is sticking on the walls of your bowel and you can be pooing fine. You guys say pooping in America. You can be pooping fine, but you, what you're doing is you've still got a residue on the walls. Your bowel's job is to reabsorb any last liquids before whatever is in there goes out as waste. So if you've got a layer of bum glue there, you're reabsorbing those toxins. Wow. That's where people who get headaches, for instance, majority of headaches are generated from the bowel. It, it's so preventable. So changing to white bread, white, uh, so changing from white bread, white rice, white pasta to brown bread. I like wholemeal, stone ground wholemeal grains, close to nature. That's it. So brown bread, brown rice, brown pasta uh, makes a huge difference. So if you're like headaches, you know, someone who gets headaches, uh, we can literally, in my naturopath's world, we can get rid of type 2 diabetes off this planet tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, but over a year or so, just by getting rid of white bread, white rice, white pasta, having people... Powerful. Oh, in my lifetime, my goal is to move that stuff off our supermarket shelves. Amen. That'd be amazing. That way. It's, it's poison. It is poison, and it's feeding the drug industry. It's not cool. Yeah, I I just, it's such a powerful message. That's why I wanted to just kind of talk about it. And I think that, you know, it's just natural, like what we put in completely creates our cells and it creates how we think it creates if we're going to be optimal or if we're going to be kind of like coded over and lazy and procrastinate. And so much of that can be turned around, you know, like if we're not on the proper fuel, um, I think it's almost impossible to have a level of success as if we were like juiced up. I think about you often because you have so much energy and you're doing the traveling and the speaking and creating. I'm wondering for you, like how much, or um, maybe it's a hundred percent has to do with the diet that you take in that allows you to output in such a high, high way. Um, It's not a hundred percent because there's a few elements. Again, it's not just what you eat. It's, it's your gut integrity. It's your gut being in balance that you can utilize all the nutrients. It's your gut making sure that, or it's your diet making sure you're being fed all of the, the full range of amino acids even, you know, so that all of you, all, everything fires in your brain. Um, and even things, you know, like your serotonin and dopamine, you know, if your gut's out of whack, you're not going to be a happy kid. Yeah. You're just not. So you're going to come to work and go, ah, it's like, no, I wake up before, no alarm clock needed either side of 5 a.m. And it's like, I'm off. And that's it. I'm deeply respectful of my sleep. I'm in bed five nights a week before 10 p.m. because your adrenal glands need between seven and nine hours sleep every night to recharge properly. And the most important sleeps between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. So as a lifestyle practice, five nights a week, I'm in bed by 10 p.m. That's awesome. Um, There's lots to it. So nutrition is part of it. I've looked after my adrenal glands with adaptogen herbs for the last 30 years. You know, in Chinese medicine, we say you're born with a certain amount of chi, vibe, you know, vibe and energy, and it lives in your adrenals. When you run out of chi, you die. Ah, I'm not going there again. So I live from a place of prevention. I, I use adaptogens and have for 30 years to help myself stay in that corridor where life works. So my, my energy is a combination of 
really simple little life, what I eat, how my body uses it, but also my attitude to life. You want to say that you're tired, guess what? You'd be tired. Yes. <laughs> you know, what we think about, we bring about. So I'm, I, I just love life and mm. it's, it's deep, sustainable energy because of the things I do. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you, you summarized that so perfectly. I'm wondering outside of your travel, or maybe that is the most exciting thing on your docket, what do you have that's kind of juicing you up and um, kind of giving you lots to look forward to? Um, look, travel is just my thing. That's, I live to travel. I really do. But I, you know, a project I've been working on and my new branding is around being the present day wise woman. I am, you know, I'm 57 post-menopausal, like you really needed to know that. <laughs> but there are women like me who I realized it recently that I used to say that I help women find their voices. But I realized there's a difference between finding your voice and using your voice. I think the world can't keep going on. I know the world can't keep going on the mm. way it is. It's going to be women that bring the change. And I'm deeply passionate about women, especially my age, who are looking for their what's next in life. Yes, they've got to have the great nutrition, so that's part of it. However, so many women reach this stage so tired and they're going, they've given everything to their kids. Well, the kids have left home at this age and they're like, what about me? Well, what about you? In the old cultures or in, and in, in all the indigenous cultures, you know, the woman is still the wise woman. The crone is the most revered, respected person in the village. Mm. And in our culture, they cast us aside. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm out to redefine the crone. I want to help women really find and use their voices so that their second half of their life is the coolest half of their life. And we do. We have so much life experience. Mm. We share with the younger ones so that they can maybe not have all the pitfalls that we had. But Really, I think that the second half of our life is also about finding our place in the world for contribution. It's our time to give back and use that, that caring heart, feminine energy to, to really lead this world in a better direction. That's beautiful. And I can't wait to see what unfolds in that redefining the crone in your chapter. And you model this um, so well for us even the give back piece with your Q foundation that you're the founding member of that gives back to children in poverty and helps with education. You model this so well for us and um, in a very practical and doable way. And so I just love the work that you're doing. You're kind of blazing the trail for us and um, for other divine femininity that's ready to step into that power and that leadership. Yeah, it's time. It's just time. And women have been restless for a long time. So I'm happy to be part of the, the channel for them to, to find their way. That's what it's about. If we yeah. All feminine energy. So yeah, let's. Absolutely. Just... How can people get a hold of you and learn more? Well, um, good old email. I still operate on good old fashioned email. So Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, at Jennifer Jefferies, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-I-E-S.com. Mm -hmm. Uh, email gets me all around the world. If you are into things like social media, like Facebook, follow me on Facebook, Jennifer Jeffries. Um, and yeah, I do. I throw a lot of lives up and things like that. I also have a YouTube channel. Just, you can find me. You can find <laughs> you. You're everywhere. You're everywhere. And I highly recommend that people tap in. You will get a dose of inspiration just like today. 
So if you were to leave our listeners with one last juicy tidbit and bright light, what would it be? Um, probably two parts to it. But the first one is that, you know, it's not what you do 5% of the time that matters. It's what you do 95% of the time. I like all the same fun foods like everyone else. I like to, to do all the out of balance things like everyone else. But the majority of the time I do the things that help me stay in that corridor where my body works for me instead of against me. Because, you know, living a life from prevention isn't about doing without the things you love. But it's about learning how to do them in a way that they feed you energy instead of sucking the life out of you. Hmm. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Jen. I really appreciate it. This has been great. Thanks, Casey. Really cool. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So rock on. We will be checking your Facebook page for all your travel documentaries and all the fun things that you have on the docket. Thanks, Casey. See ya.